You know, it was so funny. We had a couple friends over to the yard last night that we haven't seen. And we were responsible, socially distanced in the yard with a fire. And we were hanging out and Matt was like offering them a drink and then offering them a little bit of weed. And they were like saying no. And they're typically would prefer one or another. Yes. And we were like, wait a minute. And she's like a week pregnant. That's so exciting. I know. Everybody's pregnant. I did say I wanted to um, get pregnant during this pandemic or quarantine and then freeze the baby afterwards. Because I think that's like the It's move. really smart. It's, it's a smart the thing move. to do. Um, it's the humane thing to do. Honestly. All this is to say, dear readers, is I have a new career. What's your new career? My new career is I'm a hairdresser. Oh, you guys, Carrie gave me a haircut. What? I Are you did. kidding? Did I, I gave... let her? Yes, I did. And give me an honest review. Do you like it better? Are you happy with it? Yeah, I totally like I it. I think I did a good job. You did a great job. I, uh, Dear readers, I hadn't had a... Uh... A haircut in I think like two years. So there like pandemic was like maybe part of the excuse, but no, just a really just, not like, honestly it's being a mom. You are who has time for haircuts? Also, like who cares? I told you. It was the I've most given up. I was I cared honestly, I cared more than Quinn cared. You know <laughs> I like I made a deal out of it that you were like, I don't care. And like, you were like, Really, really can I? And then you did it and now I feel great. Do you feel better? Yes, I feel cleaner. <laughs> well, I bet brushing it is easier because, like, at the end, it's the worst. Like, when it's when you, like, haven't cut your hair in a long time and you have dead ends, like, brushing it, you just get tanglies all the time. Right. Um, no, it's really nice. It feels really clean and fresh and young and free and da da la 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 <laughs> I went um, to Adam and Spencer's country house uh, to visit them this last week, and Adam was looking at me, and he's like you know what I miss from you? And I was like, what? And he was like, a red lip and some fake eyelashes. Because that's kind of my... That is your signature Luke. That's my signature Luke. And I was like, I know. It's going to be a long time before I can muster the energy it takes to go back to having a Luke. Oh, oh my God, yes. I mean, I think I've seen you so much like this that I'm like, we don't have Lukes anymore. By the way, dear readers, the fact that I'm wearing jeans today is like truly a miracle yeah why'd you dress up we're just because i think i'm gonna go to my friends for outdoor party not party outdoor hang my one friend Careful. who's in my pod don't throw that word around i know but i this is a new t-shirt that i got i can't see it it's just a black plain t-shirt I that i got it. for 9.90 at uniqlo i've been uh selling a lot of my clothing on ebay of late oh interesting what yeah. are you selling uh, anything <laughs> I just pick up something and I put it on my giant body and I'm like, this will never fit again. And I somehow believe myself, even though I'm eight months pregnant. Are you selling? Do you have nice stuff? Like, is it, what do you sell? Uh, I'm just, should I be doing this is the question. Sure. If it has a name brand at all. I mean, and I don't mean even like, I mean, like if it's J. Crew, if it's made well, you can just pop it up there, but you got to be realistic about it. It's like, you know, if you spent a... 
I don't know, $20 on a pair of J. Crew shorts, you can maybe get $5 on those. You can't, like, be silly about it. You can't go it. crazy. I, who, it doesn't, honestly. That was selling it something matter. of ours on Craigslist, and he met up with the person that was going to buy it. And I totally don't remember what it was, but I remember... Um, it was, like, listed was for, like, like, 40 or something, right? And the guy was like, okay, here's 40 And Matt was like, how about 30 and the guy was like, okay. It's just, it was a weird move. He, like, I think Matt, like, Matt thought bar- he was no. making someone's day. Matt, like, bargained his own price down. He bargained down. down. My sister's the one that told me that story because I wasn't there when it happened, but she was. And she was like, your husband is so weird. So how about, like, 35? How about... 25 uh sure okay the guy was just confused before being grateful just confused i think that might be that possibly is one of my favorite because i mean we love matt's heart yeah said it once we'll say it before he's got the spirit of christmas within him um by the way happy december everybody happy december december um i hope it's beautiful and snowy where you are do you like the snow Oh, yeah. You do? Yeah. And you grew up in Chicago, so mm-hmm. you're no stranger to it. The trick Did you is, ski ever? I can't stop when I ski, so it's that honestly... That sounds very dangerous. <laughs> it's really dangerous. I would like... Because I, I went skiing when I was, like, in junior high, so I do think that I would like to go back. Um, I, I skied with my cousins. We would go up to Wisconsin and... I forget where, but I remember loving it and just like skiing for the hot chocolate. I remember being like, all right, we'll go on the, I, I do any activity if there's a promise of food that's thematically appropriate for that event. Like after hiking, I want a beer and a burger after oh, hiking. Totally. After skiing, I want hot chocolate, maybe a little super chili See, with I cheesy bread. See, I went to bread. ski school. So for me, the, what I recall being the the food or drink associated with it is mm-hmm. a suicide where you put your soda cup <laughs> Under underneath everything. every little thing. So you're like, yes to Fanta. Yes to. What was the worst one that you didn't want in there? I think I skipped diet Coke because I, I was, was like, to say the same irrelevant. Thing, Quinn. Also, what is the point? Whatever. I, I never People got on the diet. diet Coke. People love. So diet don't Coke. talk shit. No, I can't. Because I can't. My family. People's passion. Well, my, my family's split. My dad's a Diet Pepsi guy. My mom's a Diet Coke girl. They'll make do, but they prefer... My dad prefers Diet Pepsi. My mom prefers Diet Coke. I went to school with the daughter of somebody that's like a CEO at Coke. And I remember being at... Uh, whenever we'd go out to eat and she'd order a Coke, she'd take a sip sometimes and she would know... You know, it'd come from the soda fountain and she'd take a sip and go, this is Pepsi. I don't want it. And send it back. Sending it back, that's so A-G-G-R-E-S-S-I-V-E aggressive. <laughs> but famously, when I was in well, swim team... it's not team, what she ordered, to be fair. To be fair. Well, what did you... There are parts of America, dear readers, feel free to let us know, because you might be from those parts, where you'll say, I'll have a Coke, and they'll go, like, what kind? Where a Coke is the word for soda... Well, there was a time when cherry Coke was more happening, right? Well, well, I think on our age it was. I liked I liked a vanilla Coke. I loved vanilla Coke. Vanilla Coke was the shit. Now, like, I still love a plain... I don't love 
sometimes I will treat myself with a Mexican Coke. That is so yummy and delicious, sugary, sweet in a glass bottle. The carbonation hits you. It's fucking great. McDonald's, say what you want, but they got a good Coke carbonation ratio. Oh, interesting. With you know this about this, Nate McDonald's? Listen, I don't drink soda. I love a seltzer. That's soda. Yes, sure. That's if a I'm soda. Having, I mean, what, if get I'm real. having tacos, though, and like a glass bottle Coca-Cola... Mexican Coke with that sweet cane sugar as opposed to, like... No, that's a Corona meal. That, the Corona with lime. Ooh, no. Sometimes you just want that sugs. I don't want that. I don't want a sugar drink almost ever. In fact, when I am allowed to have cocktails once more, what I miss are things like pickle martinis or spicy margaritas. I don't like, like, a sweet. I like a spicy or a sour or a... I like it all. Dear readers, if you didn't know, I'd gladly admit when I am wrong. Well. Prove it. I've never been wrong about saying I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I feel like our episodes probably are better when we're sober. Do you remember there was a period of time early on? Dear readers. We were like, we're drinking too much during the recordings. And we're like, like, Quinn's pregnancy actually came at. stories. Quinn's pregnancy came at a great time for us because we were going down a slippery path of drinking. <laughs> Do you remember there would be times where I'd be like, and then the, this happened. <laughs> <laughs> Dear readers, let us know. Do you prefer drunk episodes? Maybe we do a specialty Patreon drunk episode. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. <laughs> I love it. Okay, that's next on the Patreon. If that's not reason to join Patreon. <laughs> then I don't know what is. What's your story this week, Care Bear? <sighs> My story this week is this sweet lady called Baba Anushka. What? <laughs> Do you know this story? Doesn't sound creepy. Does it sound creepy? Doesn't it sound like a witch like Baba Anushka? Yeah. Right? Um, I got it from Wikipedia. Slaverim. Slytherin? <laughs> Slaverim? Slaverim. It's S... How would you say this? S-L-A-V-O-R-U-M. Wouldn't say it. Would I skip think there it. was... Wait, let me see what else I got. Would walk away. Let me see. I also got People Pill, although that was... Sometimes the websites just fucking repeat um, what Wikipedia says. Do you notice this? Mm-hmm. That they just, like, copy and paste, and you're like, well... Isn't that what we're doing, but with our mouths? Yes, but we're not going, like, <laughs> Control-C, Control-V. We're going, like, Control-C to Control-V control control to be, C. like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> nonsensical sentences. We're out of control. We're fucking O O C. <laughs> this is truly Darkly Creepy. creepy. <laughs> I'm Quinlan Bosner. And I'm Carrie Ipema. Carrie has a story to tell you about Baba Bushka. <laughs> it's Baba Ganoush. How dare. It's Baba <laughs> Anushka. <laughs> Baba Anushka was joined in 1838 in Romania. Put yourself there. Imagine the clothes, the vibe, the feels. Um, but she moves. She moves to... Um, <laughs> God, I just got there. You just got there. But she moves at like... Pff, how old? 11? <laughs> you doing some quick math over there? <laughs> she moves to... Here we go. Vladimir, <laughs> don't do it. I'm doing it. Vladimirovic, Vladimirovic. Yeah, Vladimirovic. Easy for you to say. Vladimirovic 
Yugoslavia. You heard of it? She came. She comes from like kind of an affluent family in that she goes to a private school. It's said that she spoke five languages. Incredible. She's smart, and she has this like really peaked interest in science. She loves science. And at 20 years old, she meets this guy. It says that she's seduced by him, which, let's be honest, Baba Anushka, do your thing. So, by the way, Baba Anushka is not her actual given name. I think her name is, like, Anna, but we're going to call her Baba Anushka because why would I not do a podcast where I can say Baba Anushka constantly? So she's seduced by this, like, young Austrian military officer. I imagine her a little like Liesel. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. Austrian, maybe like kind of a bad boy. And, and he'll I say that. Take care of, of her. nothing. Of nothing. Okay. <laughs> because sadly, at 20, he gives her syphilis and then dumps her. Ooh. <laughs> that. If I had a penny for every time. This. So that's why it feels like a little. Liesel Sound of Music because that guy, Rolf, was a fucking Nazi. Nazi. <laughs> so, like, and this guy gives her sil- syphilis and then dumps her. Like, not a good look. So, at this point, she's like, fuck men, fuck you all. Right now, dear readers, I'm throwing up the middle fingers. And she becomes a misanthropist. A misanthropist? A misanthropist? A misanthrope. Um, she comes a misanthrope where she basically is like secluded. A mise plot? <laughs> mise en scene. She hates, hates, hates humankind and avoids human society. She's like into seclusion. And in this time, she fucking doubles down on science. She's like, you know what? Fuck men. Fuck you all. I'm spending this time to learn. And I'm going to learn about science and medicine. Oh, good. Yes. She does end up getting married. So she marries a landowner. That's all I know about this guy is he's a landowner at Bragg's. They have 11 kids. Even though she hates humans, she's popping them out. Unfortunately, 10 of them die and only one makes it to adulthood. That's not, I don't like that ratio for it's her. It's not good. That's she, hard. I don't blame her for hating people and focusing on science and medicine. I don't blame her for she it. She was pregnant. 11, 11 times. fucking times. 11 years of her life she couldn't have a pickle martini. Well, I don't know how many martinis was she having. I, I also think in the early 19, 18, the late 1800s, early 1900s, don't you think women were drinking if they were drinking in the 50s? She didn't abstain from alcohol. Let's be honest here. Oh, thank God. That's think why she it. could do it so many times. Yeah. She, was, she hated people. She had 11 kids. Only one made it to adulthood. Not a good ratio. She's fucking had a life. And this is after getting syphilis at 20 years old and being ditched. Like, the woman has had pain. So after she's been with her husband for 20 years, he dies. And again, she's still a misanthrope or whatever, and she does not want to fucking be around people. So she takes this opportunity and she builds a laboratory in the wing of their house. And again, she's into the science and medicine, and she goes right back to the books and she hits it hard on the chemistry. So she starts like offering medicines and treatments to people of her village, and she gets this really crazy, really great reputation for being a healer and an herbalist. So she's like allowing all this stuff to happen. And that's how she starts making money for herself. Wives of farmers would come to her with their health problems. And then she would usually offer them some medicine, some medicinal potion or whatever, and it would heal them. Mm -hmm. Um, Word spread. She lived very comfortably. Um, And then when the war happened, I believe it's the first world war. I can't imagine it not being, let me see. 
yes, the First World War, women would come to her and be like, I'm so worried about my husband or my boyfriend or my whatever it was. Like, please, Baba Anushka, I need help. And she would provide them with this potion, which I will call it a potion, that made these men sick so they couldn't enlist. They were (gasps) sick enough where they could not enlist. Super fucking smart, but also scary, right? Well, yeah, they weren't telling the dudes, were they? They weren't. I don't know. I don't think so, but maybe. So she then starts changing paths and she goes, she starts to sell things like magic water and love potions. Now, the love potions is not like the last episode where I talked about love pills to get it up. This is like an interesting predicament where women would come to her and they would complain about their marital problems. And she'd be like this, like my husband's an alcoholic, he's abusive, or like my husband's an asshole, he's abusive, whatever it was. And Baba Anushka would be like, how heavy is the problem that you have? And this would be code for like, how much does your husband weigh? And they'd be like, like a good 180. It wasn't pounds. My problem but like, is about two thirty. My bu- my like, problem is approximately two thirty, and she'd be like, "Wink, wink, nudge, nudge." I got you, girl. She had to get the potion right. She had to get the dosage right. And so what she would do is she would give them this potion, and then the women would go back to their husbands, and they would drink it, and they would then die eight days later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to laugh, but that is pretty intense. The potion was made really cleverly in that. There were very small quantities of arsenic and plants and other herbs, so it would not be detected. And the men who died were usually, like, pretty young and healthy. Yeah. And she she had this reputation where, like, she – people were like, is it the potion or is it, like, her magical powers? So she became known as the Banat Witch and the Witch of Vladimirovic. What a name. What a fucking name. And so they thought she had super magical, supernatural powers, magical powers that were actually killing their husbands as opposed to this potion that she gave them. 1914 was the first time she was tried. So she got kind of busted where, like, she they were like, what's going on? All these men are dying. And in the trial, she was acquitted in 1914. Mm-hmm. So she's like, sick, nailing it. Sales went up so much that in 1920, she was rich enough to hire a sales rep. This, to me, feels like the first MLM. (laughs) (laughs) Baba Anushka, OG Avon lady. And she had this sales rep go around town and, like, scour areas where, like, women were unhappy. And, like, 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 you feel sad? Have I got news for you? She'd have like a Tupperware party and she'd be like, who's pissed at their husband? All the women would be like, me, me, me. And they were like, well, come on down. Wow. Wild. They didn't have a Tupperware party. Relax. I'm kidding. They had a love potion party. They had a love potion party. And so the price of the potions was like between 2,000 and 10,000 dinars. I don't know the conversion rate, folks. Good old dinars. But she was fucking making bank doing this. Around 1924, this woman came. Her name was Stana Momorov, Momorov, she's a longtime client. She'd use, because again, remember, she's also doing like not only these like love potions and magic waters, she's also healing people. Like she still does have she's her. She's a doctor. She's a, well, I don't think women were given that title, but she's an herbalist and a healer. Okay, she's right? a healer. She's a right. fucking healer. And also, side note, if Baba Anushka set up shop in Brooklyn, that woman would be made in the shade. You feel? Yeah, anytime, anywhere. Anytime, That's the truth of whenever, it. wherever. Stana Mar- 
Mamarov. Uh, she's a longtime client. She'd bought medicine and all that stuff. In 1924, I guess Stana was like not into her husband, maybe had a side piece, whatever. So she bought the magic water and she gave it to her husband, Lazar Ludoshek. Ludoshek, Ludosik, I don't know, who died a few days later. So then Stana marries this other guy from the same village. Months after she gets remarried, her uncle, who, like, her cousin's parent or whatever, is killed in the same fashion. And the way he's killed is that his kid, Sima Mamarov, and then his wife, Sophia, go to visit Baba Anushka, ask for the magic potion. They had a family argument. I guess he was an alcoholic and abusive to the children and grandchildren. They give the magic water to their 16-year-old, to his 16-year-old granddaughter, and they're like, make sure your grandfather drinks this. So the 16-year-old Olga fucking gives it to Nicola. He drinks it. He's dead. Feels like a break in the pattern of, like, my husband's abusive. I kill him. My husband's abusive. I kill him. This is like, grandpa's abusive. Let's kill him. Got it. And what's significant is that it's members of the same family that it's happening to. Like, a husband dies mysteriously, and then the grandfather dies mysteriously. And it's related in that they're cousins' family members. Okay. They're getting referrals for the business. It's an MLM, baby. Okay. (laughs) Baba Anushka, then. She's arrested in 1928 when she is 90 years old for the murders of Nicola, Uncle Orr, grandfather, however you want to look at it, and then woman's first husband, um, Lazar Ladosky. But also who's arrested are all the people that were involved. So the that whole wife, fucking family. the whole fucking family, and including the 16-year-old, which not I think fair. is not cool. She's 16. Fucking relax. The bodies were exhumed. They were traced. They found arsenic. They found all this poison and stuff. In 1929, the trial begins. The prosecutor sought the death penalty for everyone except for Olga, the 16-year-old. Thank God. She Oy. cannot be punished like this. So the defense was that the husband and wives and all these people were like, we thought it was magic. We didn't know there was poison. So they used this fucking bullshit excuse. We're like, I'm sorry. You knew. You fucking knew. You 100% you 1, knew. 1,000% knew. So Stana, the first one who killed her husband... She literally came up and she was like, I just thought this magic water would cure my husband's alcoholism. I didn't know it would die. I didn't know you would die. But was I sad when he died? But was I sad? No, because I got married to this other guy in the same village not that long after. That's what she said. She said it in different words, but that's basically the gist. So Baba Nushka maintained her innocence. She was like, it's all false. I never sold magic water. And it's a lie to cover up that those who did commit the murders. Now, keep in mind, this bitch is 90 years old in 1928. Yeah. She's lived a life. Baba Anushka, unfortunately, was sentenced to 15 years for being an accomplice to the two murders. Which oh, so I that's love. it for her. That's it for her. Stana and Sophia were sentenced to life in prison. So keep in mind, those are just the two women. The woman who killed her husband and the woman who helped her husband kill his father. Right. And then the man, Simi, he's only sentenced to 15 years. So why the fuck did the women get life in prison and this guy, their husband, only got 15 years? What dicks? Olga acquitted, thank God. So at this point, after that trial, both the prosecutor and the defense people are like, 
fuck that. Let's appeal it. Both of us are upset at this. The It was too harsh and it was not true and they deserve the death penalty, both. So they went back, they appealed it. At the appeal, the people that were involved finally admitted that they knew it was poison that they were giving and that it wasn't magic and they weren't fucking in the dark about this. The women still had life in prison. Baba Anushka still was only sentenced to 15 years. And Simi, who got off at 15 years, he was then sentenced to life in prison. Hell yeah. And Olga, don't worry, folks, she's acquitted. Thank God. So Baba Anushka served eight years of her sentence so you know, she's, she's 98, 98, and because of her age, they let her out. Yeah. And so she lived two years and then died at 100 years old. Nice round number. Like, also, sick herbalist and healer. Like, she's fucking killing she it. She knew what she was doing. She poisoned at least 50 up to 150 people. But the count is off, right? Because we don't know for sure who used and who didn't use her poison, which makes her the first and largest serial killer in the former Yugoslavia. And she's probably among the largest serial killers in the world. Wow. That's incredible. Until this dumb, dumb family who, like, dipped twice in the pot, got greedy, and then when they got busted, they were like, it was her, it was Babanushka. It wasn't (gasps) us. Oh, and I hate that. They were rats. They were snitches. And you know what? Snitches get stitches. Snitches get stitches. Snitches get snitched. (laughs) Snitches get snitches. Snitches gonna get a snitch. Snitches gonna get a snitch. And the thing is that I love is that all of them got life in prison and Baba Nushka got out and didn't die in prison. And do we hate her? Do we love her? I kind of love her. I know. It's hard not to. It's hard to not romanticize. I know. this, like, old grouch. Some of the articles that I saw were, like, one breakup leads to 150 deaths. We're, like, a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of, like, her actions were traced back to that officer who gave her syphilis at 20 and left her. She never got over the syphilis. Well, it does make you a little crazy, right? It does make you a little crazy, but I think it made her proficient in chemistry. Well, there's some <laughs> kind words about syphilis. May we all contract it. Say what you want about the syphilis. What I know is this. I'm going to be sick at chemistry. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's the story of Miss Baba Anushka. Well. Here we are. Here we are. Did a lot of reading for this uh, lead mask case. Heard of it? Mm -mm. We're going to do a little traveling uh, once again. (gasps) Brazil! Brazil! So, mental floss, historic mysteries, the lineup, the vintage news, today I found out, flying saucer review, and (gasps) true noir stories. Flying saucer review? The flying saucer review, yeah. Is this the aliens? Useful, uh, I don't know what this is. (laughs) Truly, I'll be interested to hear what you think this is when I'm done telling this story. I'm along for the ride as much as you are. Oh, buckle in, folks. Click. So, August 20th, 1966, we're in Brazil, Rio de Janeiro. You heard of it? An 18-year-old, Jorge, is having a rad afternoon. He's flying his kite. How fun does that sound? Very fun. Yeah. And he's at this place called Vintum Hill. Haven't heard of that. Well, it's in Rio, Rio de Janeiro. Heard of that. So he's kind of meandering around this hill, and he 
ends up going by a patch of weeds and he sees a pair of dead bodies lying on the ground. And he's like, holy shit. So he... (laughs) Holy shit. Right. (laughs) That's what I picture. (laughs) Oh, shit. I didn't look up how to say a certain name, and it's going to come up a lot. What is it? It's M-A-N-O-E-L. Manuel? Manuel. But then I have Miguel. Manuel and Miguel. Manuel and Miguel. Fuck, that's hard, right? (laughs) Keep this in, please. All right. (laughs) Um... Maybe call him, like, Mano. No, Mano is hand. Mano y Mano. <laughs> Mano y Miguel. Um, Mano y Miguel. <laughs> so he immediately goes to the police. You'll die. All right. So the police no, are like. those two people are dead. Yo, uh, I did it. It was a good one. Your face says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> the police are like, well, that's uh, some pretty rough terrain on that hill. So they can't actually reach the spot till the next day. I'm like, who are these lazy police that don't have hiking sticks? They're tired. That's crazy that this, I mean, this 18-year-old is like, I just walked by these bodies, here's where they are. And the police are like, that's quite a climb. (laughs) It's the climb. (laughs) Just imagine. Wait a fucking day. Um, Are the bodies still there? Yeah, and they're dressed in nice suits. They have matching raincoats on. And... They have next to them a couple towels, empty water bottles, and this is going to freak you out. They have lead masks on, both of them, over their eyes. Picture like a sleep mask. Right. But made of lead. So like just covering your eyes, like a blindfold. What year is this, by the way? 66. You said that already? Uh Uh-huh. I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. Well, pay Lead attention. masks? This is going to get more confusing, so I need you to really okay, focus. Okay, so they're wearing suits with rain jackets and metal lead masks over their eyes. Yes. Okay. And they have a notebook that's with them that has weird notes in it. The we- really weird note that they see in the notebook says uh, 1630, like the time. Uh-huh. Like 430, be at agreed place. 1830, swallow capsules. After effect, protect metals. Wait for mask signal. There are no signs of trauma on these bodies. There's no weird evidence of a struggle. No marks on the bodies. No. And even though this is going to really piss you off, even though this notebook has these references to capsules, uh, they don't run toxicology reports on the bodies. I wonder if it would even be inconclusive because they had died a full a few, 20 hour, yeah, 24 hours well, a earlier. a few days earlier, actually. The right. bodies had been there for a few days. So, But the coroner was like, I'm just swamped. <laughs> I don't have to, I'm not going to do uh. a toxicology. But these guys that died were two middle-aged, healthy guys. Manuel Pereira de, de Cruz. Definitely feel good about that pronunciation. And Miguel Jose Viana. They're electronics repairmen. They're pals. They're both married. They have families. They have friends. They fucking like their jobs. Um, There's nothing that, like, is suspicious about their activity or anything? They, uh, well, I didn't say that. You know, let me, let me, uh, let me tell build the story. To it. I'm let sorry. Me build. I'm let me, sorry. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm setting up a Jenga tower here. You can't just start pulling out the pieces. I'm impatient. I'm sorry. Um, 
so these guys like go they had a future right they were going to start a business together what happened that we know of is that three days earlier before the bodies are found they told their relatives we got to leave town we're going to be gone for like the afternoon they boarded a bus and they headed to Naitero. I don't want to say the name of the place. Can you spell it for me? No. Please. <laughs> N-I-T-E-R-O with a thingy on it. I. Niteroi. Okay. Niteroi. N- yeah. Niteroi? Sure. We don't know. We don't know. We're not. Listen, we didn't come here to pronounce. We came here to tell a story. Well, so they go to. Uh, they said they were going to buy um, some equipment or some uh, car. And they said they're going to go to this town to buy a car. Mm-hmm. And they say goodbye to their families, but they're like, we'll be back, no big deal. They go to the bus stop. At the bus stop, they run into Miguel's uncle. They just happened to run into him. Okay. And they're like, oh, hey, we're going to go buy this car. And the uncle's like, well, that's kind of weird. It would probably just be, like, cheaper to buy the car here. And drive and there. Miguel's and... like, no, nah, but, you know, we got uh, some other stuff to do. And he's kind of general about that okay but they also say this sort of cryptic odd thing which is that they're pretty sure they're gonna have a pretty big deal spiritual revelation while they're gone you're like on (laughs) buying a car and i mean that if i were the uncle i'd be like well that's weird What kind of car is it? A Prius? Well, it sounds like they're just being cagey about, like, like we need to go out for business. If someone says business, it's like, unless it's business trip, like, just be suspicious, right? Like, I'm going out of town for business. That just feels like a lie. Yeah, it does. It feels like a lie. The whole thing feels like a lie. Leave town. They get to this other town and they go into an electric store, electric equipment store. Electric equipment store? Yeah. Like, like, Sharper Image? That's what I'm picturing. Yeah, like a Brookstone. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't they know. They got a couple massages. What, they sat here's in Here's why mall. I bring up the store at all. Electric I read store. that what? they made a call from the store and that they were or in there and they were acting super chill. And that later, that same day, they go buy raincoats, but they don't put them on in the rain. They, like, take them with them. Like, it's for something else. And then they go buy water. And when they go by these water bottles at this bar, they act weird. Especially the waitress was like, one of them kept checking his watch and acting super on edge. So it fe- all I'm saying is it feels to me like something happened in between. Like we're missing a conversation had during this trip that led them to be like, now we need to go somewhere. Now we're on a mission. Let's get these waters and fucking go. It doesn't sound like we're missing what happened in between point A and point B. It seems like we're missing like a full pre-trip conversation. Yeah. Like well, something we're missing goes- a lot. I'm going to give you as much as I have and then we're just going to have to solve it on the spot. That's fair. Okay. So one thing I want you to know about the water bottle situation is one of those places where you can get a ticket when you buy water and it means that if you return the empty water bottle, you get a small refund on what you paid. Right. And they keep those tickets. They wanted those tickets. So at this point, their intention is to bring, I bring it back. this up because suicide will get brought up later. As, And I just think it should be off the map, really, because why did they keep the deposit ticket? 
to return the water if they were going to go kill themselves. Right? Mm-hmm. So we went over the objects that were found, the eye masks, the overcoats, the wet towels. A lot of people say, well, this could have all been an idea that they had about protecting themselves against radiation. But they did scan the bodies for radiation, and the scans were, like, normal. They also went into, like, an electric store, like a Radio Shack or something, and I would, if somebody was, like, that freaked out about something, I feel like they... Am I wrong on that? Yeah, because it, I don't think they were thought they were going to pick up radiation during their normal day. I think they thought they were going to this hill right. and something was going to happen there involving radiation. So they were okay. like, let's wear these coats. Let's wear these masks. But then they're saying what we looked at the bodies, There's there no radi- wasn't radiation. Okay. They searched the homes of the men. And they find, like, the tools that they used to build the masks and a book. And the book has highlighted portions that talk about intense lumosity. They are then, like, these lead masks must have been to protect from some sort of intense lumosity they expected to encounter. So, like, a really fucking bright light that their eyes wouldn't have been able to handle. Were the masks covering their eyes or was it like the, were there holes for the eyes no there's no holes for the eyes they completely covered, covered. the eyes okay thank you like data style <laughs> then they look at the notes in the notebook and some people are like oh it didn't match either their handwritings but then i read a bunch of accounts that were like no it definitely matched miguel's what's interesting either way is what's written there right mm-hmm. um because what it feels like is Did they read it in a book and copy it down? It feels almost like someone said something to them and they dictated it. Like, here's the deal. Like, imagine they had a phone call and somebody's like, so here's the time you're going to do this. Here's the time you're going to do this. It feels like that. Yeah. A little. Well, it feels like a schedule that, and if they can't find where they copied it down from, yeah, I think it would be implied that it's been verbally dictated. Yeah. So then you're like, who told you this? And why? Because it does feel like instructions. It doesn't feel like something that they would do. They're, it says wait on signal, right? Wait on signal, yeah. Yeah. So, like, there cl- there's some clearly cooperation with some other entity or some other thing. Whether Correct. it's an actual thing or their imagination, I don't know. But So they have this friend, Elcio Gomez, and he makes some inconsistent statements. So they end up arresting him. Oh, they're shit. Like, well, they're like, what they're do you like know? You putting, know something. This is weird. They're just like sticking. They're just trying anything at this point, right? Yeah, they're just trying anything. He says, well, these guys were a part of something, a group, essentially, that were called scientific spiritualists. And it the group is made up of a lot of people that are in electronics, like these men were, that are electronic specialists um, that are in the district. And they do things like conduct really strange experiments huh they basically believe in this spiritualism that revolves around the idea that humans are immortal spirits that temporarily inhabit physical bodies for several necessary incarnations to attain moral and intellectual improvement so sort of like a they get reincarnated over and over again as people to get better morally 
and get smarter. That feels like not far from like Buddhism, right? I have no idea. I'm <laughs> I mean, an atheist. Like, in, yeah, but like, but this idea of like reincarnation to like reach betterment, that's like a, that's like a pretty standard like belief system some yeah, people have. But it's, and it, they believe that these spirits that are doing this can have a good or bad influence on the physical world, which can't we all? Um, yeah. And Elcio's like, oh, they had like a clan, a clandestine radio station that they ran. Oh. Um, and you're like, well, that's interesting. Two months before this happened, Elcio says they built some kind of weird device in Manuel's garden and that they were trying to contact Martians with the device and that it didn't work. And whatever device they built exploded, that this was after a meeting between all members of this group. So like a bunch of members of this spiritualist organization got together and were like trying to run experiments where they could talk to aliens is essentially what yeah, they were doing. Yeah, because it's like turning reincarnation into like otherworldly. Well, because beings. they believe they're spirits that maybe they've maybe they believe they belong like, there's spirits that are in every plane where there are possible life. I'm not sure. I mean, wow. I'm not sure what they believe. It's also... It's also pretty unclear, yeah. It's so unclear, but one of their main goals was we want to get a UFO to come chit-chat with us or take us away. or So, Elcio says that the UFO did come when this happened and that it was there for... A like five minutes in their backyard yes and that it had a blinding light okay and an explosion when it left so the thought is did they actually already make contact with a ufo and then were they trying to double up were they like come meet us again on this hill why that hill i don't know what are the capsules no idea if they thought there was going to be a blinding light again maybe they brought these masks not when clear. I heard when I heard capsule, I thought it was like a pill, but we'll never know because there's no toxicology toxicology report, right. which is super fucking frustrating. But also, there's no physical harm on these men, so like that explosion couldn't even be repeated because there was no physical right. bodily harm. But that's what's weird. It feels like an alien force field or something knocked them over. Well, anyway, the event that we're talking about of right. the two months prior, Manuel's father and others are like, yeah, it happened. Okay. Also, on June 13th, 1966, there were a bunch of witnesses that said there was an explosion on the beach in Espirito Santo, which is uh, the state just northeast of Rio de Janeiro, Mm -hmm. and that it was so crazy that buildings were rocking even as far as 15 kilometers away. And, that cor- and fishermen saw this happen, and a bunch of people saw a flying saucer fall into the sea. Holy shit. So there's... Wait, this feels like... This This is the only thing to me that it feels like, whoa, because there's so many people corroborating well, the event. Well, this is a similar event to what they're saying happened in yeah. the yard. It's basically like, do we... It's. I feel like what's being put to question is, do we think that these spiritualists are successfully making contact with aliens and that the aliens are coming to try to chit chat and it's always ending in like these kind of crazy explosions or something. And Elcio's like, yeah, 
they were trying to do this two months ago. This is how far along they got with it. Right. Maybe they were trying to do it again and something went wrong. Okay. Other people are like, oh, that spiritualist community is super into LSD. They would ingest it to try to help them communicate. Why? And okay. so a lot of people are like, oh, they died on the hill because of drug overdose. But Can one you thing OG to, on LSD? Well, that's what I was going to say. It's super rare it, because usually you would have taken it um, recreationally with a lot of alcohol and it would give you a heart attack or a stroke or something. And we don't know that they weren't drinking because of the toxicology, but it didn't feel like that's what they were up to. And they bought that water and they found the water with them. It feels like we don't know that they took LSD period, but that doesn't seem like that's what happened, that they OD'd on LSD. I mean, I'm wondering if there's, like, an Area 51 vibe in Brazil where, like, they did do a toxicology report and they're, like, not releasing it. Because I think that's insane. The fact that there were dead bodies and they're like, we can't get up there. And then they're like, yeah, we're not going to do the whole report. Yeah, it's How, wild. Like, do, what is their exact cause of death? Do you know? No. One thing with the pill thing mm-hmm. is that there were other mentions in that notebook of tablets and they had kind of um, a to-do list with the involving tablets. And this is what it said. On Sunday, one tablet after the meal. Monday, one tablet in the morning on an empty stomach. Tuesday, one tablet after the meal. Wednesday, one tablet before going to bed. And none of that's dated. So whatever tablets they were taking or capsules they were taking, mm-hmm. they had a really precise schedule We don't know that they really took them. We don't know what they were, but we, it stands to reason that it would be the same tablet they took on the hill that day as they were taking the whole week prior leading up to it. I just like, I'm so surprised the family wouldn't demand a toxicology report. Like I'm just like in awe of like that. I'm in awe of that lack of information. People don't just drop dead and they go, oh, well. Like, two healthy men. Mm-hmm. Well, so, we think they died three days earlier, right? Right. So, that makes it the 17th of August. She's described as a society maven. I don't know what that is, but I want to be that. I think I a hope... society maven, isn't it like a socialite? Oh, but isn't maven, like, I just want to be called that. Will you call me that? A society maven? Like, you'd be like, you know my friend Quinlan, the society maven? Yeah, of course, I got you. Okay, so, society maven... Gracinda Barbosa Coutinho da Sousa and her kids say, don't even, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that I said it wrong. I'm not going to say you said it wrong. I'm going to say you're a society maven, but you are not a Spanish speaking person. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I can't be everything. Is Brazil Portuguese though? Yes. Portuguese. So Gracinda, we'll call her, and her kids on August 17th say that they saw an oval-shaped, orangey-colored object with, like, a ring of fire around its edges sending out rays fucking over the top of this mountain that these guys were found on, Moro de Ventum. She said it was rising and falling, and it was there for maybe, like, three minutes. What? So did it work? 
did they go to make contact with a UFO and it worked? And then it killed them. All these UFO enthusiasts obviously are like, yeah, that's 100% what happened. And they were wearing the lead mask to protect themselves from the light and the radiation that would have happened. And maybe the capsules were something to also protect them. Like they were building up immunities or something or... Yeah. Like iodine, like how you can do that to like get rid of radiation. Yeah. And they also kind of call this spot that they were at a UFO hotspot. I think maybe there had been other UFO sightings or something there. So it stands to reason the men might have been going directly to that hill for that reason. But what I still feel like the missing link is like someone else's involvement. Yeah. It doesn't totally like it feels like. So then. All these theories around that, the idea that someone else is involved come up. The men should have had like a thousand dollars on them for this car yeah. deal that they were maybe going to make, which is like eight thousand dollars today. Mm-hmm. And they some witnesses saw a blonde man talking to them. He was in a Jeep. This was before they went up to the hill and died. But on the way, also three years later, this criminal and smuggler says, oh, I know these guys. His name is Hamilton Benzani. And he says, I was wanted, so I was hiding out in Rio, in Rio de Janeiro. And these three other criminals came up to me and were like, do you want to make some money? And then they took me to a spiritual center where I met these two guys, Miguel and Man- Manuel and Miguel. And the criminals told me they're, ta- they're our targets. And then we did a weird seance. Then we all got in the car and we went to the mountain and the other bad guys got out of the car and I stayed in the car. So I didn't do anything, but the bad guys got out. And then when they came back, they said that they had forced the men at gunpoint to take poison and they took this briefcase of money the men had. A lot of people don't believe this guy's story. They think he was making some sort of deal that the government didn't like all these UFO stories. Right. And so he was making some sort of deal yeah. where he's like, I'm not going to say I hurt them, but I'm going to say I know what happened. It just also, the, the story seems so convenient. And I just like, someone had to have taken it. Like, I can't. They also still had some cash on them. So if they were robbed, it feels like you would have taken everything. And they right. had some cash on them when their bodies were found. That doesn't totally fit to me. But I'm also not saying that because they were spiritualists that believed in this, if word got out that that was the case... They would have been an easy target. It could have been a con man situation that's like, go to this hill, take these pills. But to what end? I guess just to rob them? To make $8,000? I guess. Yeah, it just feels... I mean, it feels like one thing, it's like their whole life savings. But like, this is... I mean, it's not a lot of money. Right. But then again, like last week I did a story of a woman who like made $1,500 and was like, yeah, sick, I'll kill more. So, I, I, you know, who knows? Who knows? They were definitely getting ready for some crazy event. These masks are nuts. These capsules, we don't know what they did. Why are they both wearing matching raincoats? I just like the thing that gets me, and I've said it this whole time, is like, they know that people somebody knows more than they're letting on there's no way someone dies and they just like toss them aside these people had family and kids and like i just something is fucking you need to know what the pills were not even the pills what's in their blood Mm. like if it's if if they poison themselves 
fine. Like, if they were going on a path and they bought shitty LSD that was poison, like, okay. But, like, ugh. Ugh. Right. So this is 66, like we said. Right. One thing you should know is that in 1962, also on a hilltop in Brazil, a television tech named Hermes was found dead. This is also in Rio de Janeiro. A lead mask was also found near his body. He said he was going to the hill in order to conduct an experiment. We can't really verify what that experiment was, but it said that he intended to use alleged psychic abilities to try to pick up radio signals without electronic means, but by the power of his own mind. So there I, has to be more information somewhere. Like it was really hard to find information on no, no, this no. case. I'm not not for you. <laughs> no, like, but that's how I felt. Like I kept trying to look for places that I could read more about this, and we just don't know anything. And it, part of it is this shoddy police work that was done or not done. But the idea that this happened four years prior, somebody died. We don't know how. They had a lead mask. There's similar weird spiritual stuff going on. It feels like all of them somehow involved in electronics, the thought that they were either trying to communicate with aliens or that that's what it seems like they were trying to do. That's what I would go with, that they're trying to talk to aliens, but they're trying to somehow, maybe it wasn't to protect from light, the mask. Maybe it was to protect their brains or something because they're trying to use their brains as satellite dishes to send thoughts or to communicate with and the power of whatever it is they're doing is what kills them so it's not something we look at it and can even understand or it could be that they need to like deprive the visual so they can like activate the the frequency or something it could have to do with the properties of lead I have been in proxy, but then make a lead helmet. I don't know. The lead mask thing is still pretty weird. It's so weird. It's so weird. We don't know anything. We just don't know anything. And it's 66. Somebody knows. We're not Somebody gonna... fucking knows something. It's like. Maybe not anymore. It's 66. It's a long time ago now. So I don't think we ever will. Do you think Peter, who's going to run for president in 2000 something, why didn't he go check it out? Well, he know. I'll vote for him if he'll go if he'll tell get me us, some answers. I would love to know. He's got opinions on this. He should just be solving murders, by the way. Totally. This is bizarre, man. Aren't you fascinated yes. by it, though? Yes. It's just really irritating because it's it's completely fascinating, but then you just run into 100 brick walls and you're like, it's just everyone's best guess. I just can't imagine, like, the f- poor family and their friends, like, for someone to die like that randomly where clearly like it's not natural causes like there's two people who died at the same time wearing the same thing with weird lead masks on and no autopsy and like, they were these no... spiritualists that believed that they could make contact with and there's also like evidence aliens. of corroboration of like explosions at the same time that they experienced it and like this is weird Quinn it's so weird I love it though I mean I really think something I don't subscribe Do to the yeah. idea that a con man poisoned them. I much more subscribe to the idea that they made contact with aliens and it went wrong and it was too powerful what they were trying to do 
their human bodies couldn't take it. I just am also surprised that there's been no other cases besides this. And I and I would venture to say there probably are more cases that we don't know. If, if again, like, if this happens, wouldn't even a copycat look at it and be like, sick, let's do it there? Like, there's the fact that nothing else happened. Yeah, but I don't is, think you can just go get a lead mask and try to make contacts with aliens. Like, these guys made it, it sort of their life's work. Like, right. They were reading about it all the time. They were having weird secret meetings in this, I think, secret society about this. So I think they knew some shit, some smart shit that led them to believe they were going to be able to make contact. How is it that we developed the Internet and we don't have more information on this? And like On the lead mask case. Come on. Really? Really, though? Honestly, like... Well, I think because probably... Because there's not I enough like information. I like to think it's because there's a cover-up. That's what it feels like to me. Me too. Who knows what the motive of the cover-up is, but it feels like somebody fucking knows more about this case and isn't letting on. There's a podcast that I think is called Someone Knows Something that does, like, weird unsolved mystery true crime cases. I wish they would do this one. Yeah. But, again, I think it's too dated. It's probably hard to actually find someone that does know something at this point. Although 66 is not that old. I can't do the math, but it seems really old. I'm tired. Let's end this. God, let's get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired. Let's end this. Did I just break your brain with that one? Um, Guys, welcome to December. Go make a snow angel if you live in a place where it's possible. Yes, go make cookies. Go, go enjoy. Eat, drink hot cocoa. Write a funny word in the snow and pee-pee. Yeah. Do whatever your thing is. Stay warm. Stay warm.